The pitch-black monster reached toward the young boy with horrible, long-fingered hands, pressing him down into his bed, smothering him. It did this every night, and every night the boy was terrified. No, he whispered. It's not a monster. It's just the darkness. It's just the darkness. He wasn't a baby anymore, afraid of the dark. He was nearly eight years old, and he swore to the goddess he wouldn't cry out for his mother this time. But this resolve lasted only a few more moments, until he couldn't hold back his fear any longer. Mother, he called. And as she always did, she came to him immediately and sat on the edge of his bed. My darling. She gathered him into her arms, and clutching her tightly and feeling like a weak little fool, he let out a shuddery sob against her shoulder. It's all right. I'm here now. Light swelled as she lit the candle next to his bed. Though her beautiful face was cast in shadows, he could see anger in it. But he could tell it was not directed at him. I've told them again and again to always have a candle burning in your room at night. The breeze may have put it out, he reasoned, not wanting to get any of his nursemaids in trouble. Perhaps. She pressed her hand to his cheek. Do you feel better now? Now with the light returned, and his mother here, he only felt foolish. I'm sorry, I should have been braver. Many fear the darkness, for very good reason, she told him. You're not the only one who sees in it a horrible monster. But the only way to defeat the monster is... How? By making friends with it. That's right. She waved a hand at the lantern on the wall, lighting it with her fire magic. He watched her with awe, as he always did when she wielded Elementia. She raised a brow at his reaction. You don't think I'm a monster, do you? Of course not, he said, shaking his head. His mother was a witch, a secret she'd shared only with him. She told him that some people were afraid of witches and thought them to be evil, but they were wrong. Tell me the story again, the boy said. Which one? The one about the kindred. It was his favorite story, and it always helped him fall asleep on troubled nights. Very well. She smiled as she took her son's small hand in hers. There were once four crystal orbs that were carefully guarded by the immortals. Each orb contained pure elemental magic, the magic that makes life itself possible. It was said that their magic could be seen swirling endlessly inside, and that you could feel their power when you held them in your hand. In the amber orb was fire magic. In the aquamarine, water. In the moonstone, air. And the darkest obsidian orb held earth magic. When the immortal goddesses Valoria and Cleona fled their enemies in their world and came here to ours, they each brought with them two orbs that gave them incredible powers. Which ones did Valoria possess and protect, my darling? Earth and water. And Cleona? Fire and air? Yes. But soon the goddesses were not satisfied to possess only half of the Elementia each. Each wanted more, 
so she could rule the world without anyone else standing in her way. Whenever his mother told these stories, she would get a dreamy, faraway look in her eyes. Alas, this lust for power transformed these two immortals, who were once sisters, into the fiercest of enemies. They fought a great and terrible war against each other. In the end, neither was victorious. They were both destroyed, and the crystals were lost. Ever since, magic has been fading in this world, and it will continue to fade until someone finds the crystals again and unlocks their magic. <laughs>